I'm taking just a brief moment to tell you about Anchor, which is the platform that I am using to record my podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. And who doesn't want free? There are also certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your iPhone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and have fun doing it. Okay, can you hear me? How do I test this? Hello, hello, hello. Okay, so we're waiting on CJ. See what happens here. And she says, okay, so let's see if she gets signed in. Just waiting, so we're going to be doing a podcast. Life struggles is what it's supposed to be. There she is. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Are you there? There you are. Can you hear me? Okay, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Carol is connecting to audio. Are you there? Now I can. Oh, okay. I'm all new to this. I'm sitting in my dollar car. <laughs> I was on the beach and I was changing into my running clothes. And I'm like, 
Do you want me to put the headphones on or is this good? I'm gonna turn off the car there. I turned off the car. Okay. I'm not sure how the first one will turn out. Um, normally I don't do it on a Zoom. So I don't okay. know I don't know how that'll turn out. So um, I am recording this. So hopefully I can edit it. <laughs> you might have to do a lot of editing. Well, I don't know if you can, if I can share it to the anchor okay. in a video, you know what I'm saying? Like a, like where you can see us. I know okay. you can't do that, but I don't, I don't know if they'll accept it as this or if it'll just be us talking. Okay. Hopefully it'll work out right. Okay. Yeah. I've got anyway. at the same time so I can get my charge up for when I run. So I'm multitasking. So not using the headphones is good. I can try the headphones. Hang on. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, it's better. Is it better? Yeah, it's better. Just, yeah, I think so too. I'm gonna plug in my mic and see what happens. You sound raspy. I am raspy. <laughs> you sound raspy with the headphones. <laughs> oh no, well that's, what is going on? It's not connecting. But can you hear me okay? Oh yeah. Okay. I can hear you fine. I'm putting my socks on. <laughs> I'm we, got about four we got about four minutes here. So hopefully I can okay. edit this part out and I'm going to get me some water. Oh, okay. No worries. I'm just putting my socks on. Look at my cup my friend sent me. What's it say? I got old eyes. It says, here's a cup of calm the fuck down. <laughs> What's in it? Red Bull? What <laughs> <laughs> good one Well, I'm going to have me some mocha coffee. Oh, okay. I think I have a bottle of water in the car. I've been drinking seltzer water all day. You know, I just can't, I cannot drink seltzer water. I drink water all day, but I just can't drink seltzer water. You don't like the bubbly part or the flavors? I, I think it's both. Like I, I make my own big jug of water every day that's I can't show it to you. It's out in my car. But um, what kind of you mean like flavors? Well, I just put I just put cucumber and lemon in. Oh, in a, I used to get in a great big jug, and that's it's the amount. Uh, it's a hundred ounces, but that's how okay. much per day. So I just put that in with the ice and everything, and I like got real real cucumbers. Real cucumbers. Yeah, my kids got me, a, one of my kids got me a, 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 like a cup that had a, like a filter thing. I don't know, but you could add um, 
fruit to it and make your own like like you did like the cucumbers or lemons or yeah. um, oranges and strawberries and I got into that for a while just and uh, you mix cucumber and lemon together it's yeah really refreshing it's just refreshing like if you're super thirsty it really helps so. okay well we need to get started because my zoom only lasts for so long and okay oh no we got two minutes we got two minutes so here's what i'm gonna do okay so so you'll be quiet until i introduce you i think i might go ahead and start out with my commercial first okay i'll just follow you and then I'll introduce you. Okay. And what we're going to talk about. Okay. Oh, I had notes too. I think they're in my beach bag. <laughs> you better grab them. We got one minute. <laughs> Hang on, here it is. Okay. Bam. Yeah, I got some notes just so. I wonder if I can change this so I can do both of this. Well, that's not it. There we go. It should be a way. Huh. Okay. All right. And in one, two, three. Hey, beautiful ladies, here we are today. I have a special guest who might become a special guest every time we do our podcast. Hopefully you'll enjoy us both. Um, we think we're funny. I don't know if everybody else is gonna think we're funny, but we think we're funny. Um, her name is Carol, but we call her CJ, so. CJ, whatever you want to call yourself is a, I, I just don't feel comfortable saying Carol. You don't look like a Carol to me. Or no, CJ's good. <laughs> so we're going to go by CJ. Um, she's in Florida. And today we're going to talk about identity. So I'm going to let you go ahead and start this. She chose the topic. So we're going to go ahead and let her start and tell her what her life struggles are with identity. Okay, thank you, Christy. Um, well, when Christy asked me to pick a struggle, a life struggle, um, my first thought, you know, was the obvious things that had happened to me, the big milestones, like, um, you know, I had thyroid cancer, hyperparathyroidism, three kids, you know, the marriage, um, you know, the, the regular type milestones that you have, the separation and, and um, you know, uh, deciding to go sober for 28 years. Those are like life's, those you could call those struggles. But honestly, um, I have to say that once I turned 50, um, I had more of a struggle. You don't huh? like 50. You don't look I'm 50. I'm 57, but I have to backtrack. Like <laughs> I'm gonna be 58. <laughs> and um, uh, and so um, so but when I turned 50 years ago, I was like, um, I was still married, and I had my kids were growing up real fast, and teenagers and such, and I was like started my life um healthy lifestyle where i lost 96 pounds um was running and and working 96 out pounds 
96 pounds. I lost 96 pounds. Great. Thank you. My lunch lady pants weren't fitting anymore and I didn't know where to go after the 1820s at Walmart. So it was either lose weight or have to ask somebody where the plus plus size was. So I decided to try to lose like 20 pounds so I wouldn't have to buy any lunch lady pants because as a lunch lady at the junior high and uh, the weight just started coming off, you know, and you would think, wow, that's a life struggle as well. But it's it was more like after the, the weight loss and the kids and it was like it was who I was. Okay, and, but let me interrupt you there. Sure. Because they're going to want to know this. What was it that you were doing to lose weight? Um, let's see. Um, I uh, started with, it was July 7th, 2013. I remember because I started my weight loss with walking and um, food choices. I swapped my food. I picked healthier choices. Um, from my junk food selections that I always had, you know, uh, ice cream was my favorite. I tried to take sugar out. It's still my problem, but like Coke zero took me six years to get rid of. Um, it was baby steps, but bread, I got rid of bread and bread, like products, I call them. And, um, uh, that, I mean, I lost 11 pounds the first week because I was not moving. I would work and snap. I would, uh, nap after I napped. Uh, I mean, I wasn't <laughs> exercising. I mean, you Who know, this school nap. <laughs> oh my the God. Kids were, the kids were walking all over me. As a matter of fact, they said, we want fat mom back because, um, fit mom was kicking their ass. <laughs> <laughs> I had the energy now to see what was going on in the house and, right. happened, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm awake. I'm fit. And I'm ready to, you know, to take control back of what's going on in my life because I had no energy. And, um, as I got more energy and I lost the weight, the comments from people and the way my clothes fit and the way my mind was working and the, uh, the happiness I started feeling and the accomplishment was really kind of resetting me for a transmission, trans, um, transmission, transition in my life that I wasn't, I, I was seeking, but was not quite aware. It was kind of like, um, I don't know how to explain it, except I just, it just kept happening. I was losing one and a half to two pounds a week. I was being consistent and, um, I kept, you know, I didn't like avocados, couldn't get me to eat one, but I just kept experimenting. Oh, I hope you've met, I, I hope you like them now. Oh, I love avocados. And I, you know, I, ever there's a now and again, I will have one for breakfast every morning and then I kind of get in a rut and then I try something new, but, um, it's, it's the, the whole thing was the losing weight and the mental part of it is what brought me happiness. Fitting in the bikini was cool. One day I went in front of her <laughs> fitting. Well, I think it was like 52 and I went into, I had a matching black bra and, and panties, which was unusual because on laundry day, nothing matches. <laughs> so I'm like, right. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the mirror and I'm like, wow, that kind of looks like a bikini. And I'm like, wow, you haven't worn a bikini since you're like 23. So I went on, inter on the internet right away and I ordered a black bikini from Target. And almost every year, except maybe one, I always order a black bikini and I get them at Target. And that's my treat to I myself. But now, that. yeah, now in Florida though, I'm way over the top. I've got thongs and all kinds of good stuff. So, <laughs> but- uh, uh, At 50? 50 at 50 <laughs> at 50 yeah yeah 50 57 58 okay. whatever but 
and then, and then I'm not, and, and then it's like the energy level is really, is really good. And, and, um, the, it, it, it made me confident. I mean, I would, didn't even go to a gym. I was nervous about going to the gym. I lost it in a year and six months, but I did it all outside. Um, I was, there was an apostolic Christian cemetery across the street from me. And I, um, went across the street while the kids were doing homework supposedly or watching TV video games. And um, I would go across the street and I'd walk and I did this year round um, in the snow and everything. And um, I just kept doing my own thing. And, and uh, just, I don't know, I found it was my me time. I was enjoying music that wasn't from Nickelodeon and Disney. Um, I treated myself. It was the only time I would allow myself to listen to my music from just whenever. And um I started feeling sexy and I started feeling, um, you know, things that I hadn't felt before. And I, you know, at first I was, you know, I started to feel guilty because I'm like, I should be with the kids. I should be doing this. And then it's like, you know, they can do their own thing. Um, they didn't need me as much anymore. And um, I was actually going to school part-time and so I knew I had to go. How your kids at this time? Um, they were around 13, 16 and um, maybe 17 ish, you know, high school. And, um, one was in elementary, I think, just getting ready for junior high, but they were in high school. So, um, you know, I had told them, leave the porch light on. And if you need me, turn the porch light off, but do not turn the porch light off. Um, and, you know, because you can't find the remote, it's got to be an emergency because do not interrupt my workout. And one time at the time, my husband, he uh, knew the rule, but he was flipping the light off real fast, real fast, real fast. And I don't even know what he wanted, but it wasn't important. And I'm running, I could see it. And I'm running really, really hard, and really, really fast. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, that's not the signal. It's like the bat signal, you know, but that's how I handled with the kids and, you know, not feeling guys, guilty for so being away. Know, she's not with him anymore because of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not the alcohol and the drugs. Hell no. <laughs> the narcissist and you know <laughs> the counseling I had. <laughs> Which that'll be on, on our other episodes, everybody. Yeah. So. Well, there's a lot of onions to peel in this layer over That's here. That's right. Here too. <laughs> but um so, and I want to ask you one more thing. So when you sure. feel you, you were feeling sexy. Does that mean that you were wanting more sex or that you just felt really good about yourself and felt like you looked sexy? Both. My libido went up. Great answer. Yeah, yeah. My, my husband at the time didn't know what to think about it. He just needed to back off. <laughs> he told me to back off, man. I'm like, are yeah. you kidding me? I'm, I'm following him around like a puppy and he, and he's just like, whoa, you know, but I'll tell you what, there was a time we couldn't rekindle our, you know, I thought everything was going to be rekindled. We've been married about 26 years. And I thought, wow, you know, this is great. The weight loss is done. But then, but then all of a sudden he just didn't want to have sex anymore. And I was like, whoa, well, shame and on him. I know deal breaker. I was out. <laughs> I Nice knowing you. This wife and kid thing was great, but I'm done. <laughs> no sex, no fun for me. So that, that wasn't all of it. But that that you know the intimacy part and 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 stuff that that became a, an issue. So yeah. Okay, so let's go back to your identity. <laughs> Who am I? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I it's like 
I remember when I was growing up and when I got out of high school, you, all, you know, it seemed like we, in 81, you had a choice. You could go to school if your parents had money to send you to college you know, or go to ICC, whatnot, or um, work, get married. I married my high school sweetheart. And, you know, and then I always wanted kids. And, and I have, I, that's what I, and I love being a mom. That's like the greatest thing and, and hard work too. But once everybody was grown and, and everything, um, I remember my cousin and my mom saying, what are you going to do when the kids are grown? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know, I think right now I'd still be sitting on the couch if I wouldn't have lost the weight. But when I started the physical activity and I had what I call clarity. Couch potato. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. No, I don't do the couch. I don't even have a TV in my room or anything. I watch a little Hulu on my on my phone. But um, it's like I struggled with. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be the mom that gets the, you know, ask them if they brush their teeth and lace out their clothes. I'm not going to get them ready for school. And my husband was not wanting sex and not be, uh, engaging with me on a, you know, after 26 years of marriage, there were some issues. And he, I'm 28 years sober and he, he had two DUIs and I've been driving him around at the time for 11 years. Um, and I was dealing with the consequences of, you know, DUIs with you know the financial problems and it's like hey I didn't do that and my income feels like it's capped my uh, time is capped it's a part-time job to drive somebody around you know to work and where they need to go Um, I felt like um, this isn't what I wanted with my life and I didn't see any any I wasn't happy and I didn't know what would make me happy. And I'm still struggling with it because um, the more I do and the more I meet people and like I made a major change in my life by moving to Florida um, on my own, it's with nothing except what fit in my car. (laughs) Um, It's like, what kind of car? It's a 2006 Mercury Marquis that I bought for a dollar from my old boss. It's it's like okay now, but how did you get there to begin with? How did I get where to Florida? Florida. Oh, I um, I uh, was in Tampa in 2019 of May. My doctor sent me here to the Norman Parathyroid Center at Tampa General Hospital for hyperparathyroidism to remove a parathyroid from my chest. He found it during my thyroid cancer surgery in March of 2018. He couldn't get it because it was too far down in my chest and it had a little benign tumor on it, um, secreting a lot of calcium throughout my body, 10 times the amount, which um, gave me brain fog, um, chronic fatigue. Um, It also can- Do that brain fog's not from 50? No, people would think that. No, you know, I, know, I thought right? I did. I thought I did, you know. But I realized that they, when they did the blood work one time, I thought I was dehydrated. That's what started it. The doctor said my blood levels were were off, and that's how Dr. Boley from Washington OSF he found. Uh, my blood work was off, had me come back six months later, even followed up with a letter because I've been losing my weight. I was healthy and everybody's like, ah, nothing's wrong with you. You don't have cancer. You, you're too healthy. You're too fit. Well, they were all wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm like, when they opened me up, there was cancer, papillary and follicular on my thyroid nodule and lymph node. I'm good now. Everything's great. The hyperparathyroidism was taken care of after I recovered from my thyroid surgery. 
um, but they wanted to send me to the Norman Parathyroid Center because they are world renowned known and United Healthcare from Caterpillar covered that, um, but they couldn't get it. There was too many little blood vessels and stuff in the way because they kind of go back to my neck where the incision was for the thyroid cancer and they dip it down into my chest and, they, and then they come back up, but they couldn't come back up without having a high risk. So they said they would have to send me to a thoracic surgeon, uh, Dr. Summers. So then once again, I go to Tampa, did that in November of 2019. So, so you're flying back and forth, right? Yes. I, well, I flew to Tampa, was there for a week. It was my first week ever by myself. Oh my God, it was great. I was also going through some premenopause stuff too. And it was air conditioner on to 72, air conditioner down to 68, back up, <laughs> down, up, down. I was having the worst hot flashes. And I called my mom and she goes, I think you're in menopause. I'm like, oh my God. So I bought banana popsicles and I ate those and I, and I, and I had a, had the air conditioning going back and forth. And that was just another thing to deal with. But Anyway, that seemed, I just had like one week of that and it never really bothered me that much again, but that was weird. It happened in Florida. I don't know. Maybe I was sick, Wait, but so um, just, just interrupt you a second. Um, when we first started this, you had mentioned my raspy voice. Yeah, that's actually from my thyroid. I have a nodule that sits on mine. Um, it is benign um, and I've had it 20 seven years now um so my my voice didn't always sound like this but no matter how much I drink or talk or whatever this is my voice now that's that's what that's sitting on that I I, have to be on thyroid medicine right well well all all medical stuff aside you sound sexy but (laughs) I've had a couple guys say and I'm like Okay, I'll, t- I'll do it. <laughs> you got this Stevie Nicks thing going on, man. <laughs> like, and I, wow, I, I'd like to have Stevie Nicks's money. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. One day, one day. But but my sister just had surgery for that. She had a nodule sitting on her. She had it just a month ago. She had a nodule sitting on her thyroid. And she had it taken out finally because it started causing her pain. So she had to have hers taken out. And a lot of women over 50 and 45 and stuff around our age, they don't understand. Um, They feel stressed, they feel tired, they feel um, depressed, Um, they're achy, they might have some kidney stones, they might have osteoporosis. You gotta get your blood work checked out because it could definitely be your thyroid and it could be parathyroidism. There's a lot of people that don't even know what a thyroid is or what it does. Or a parathyroid. They always, a parathyroid is four of them behind your thyroid. Right. And they're, they have the important job of distributing the calcium in your body. And when it gives you too much throughout your body, it eats away at your body. And it's a degenerative disease that can take five to six years off your life. So I was lucky to find it and they go after it aggressively. Um, because so you're saying life, not years, because damn, wouldn't that be good if it just took off years? <laughs> well, did I say life? Years? Life years. It's five or six years. Like, like, <laughs> go from 50 to 45. <laughs> I've been in the sun all day. I don't know. They had, but but the parathyroid is like the size of a grain of rice. And so to go after it, it's very, very hard. And they have a special scan, but 
he got it out. Dr. Um, Summers did. And so I was in Tampa for 46 days because I had fluid on my lungs. I had um, my iron level was too low for surgery. So they pushed it back. And then you can't even travel after surgery for two weeks. So I was there. So every time a little something come up, they'd be like, oh, you got to stay in Florida. And I'm like, hey, I was <laughs> going to say so sorry, but not sorry. And I just fell in love with it. I was on Davis Island at a little pink hotel called the Villa de Leon. Um, they dropped my, I was so there so long, instead of 95 a night, they gave it to me for 75 a night. And, they, and there was a shuttle that went back and forth to the hospital. And um, basically the surgery was not too invasive. They went in through the side by my left um, breast, um, three incisions with a robotic arm, went in there, plucked it out, plucked out the little parathyroid. And um, I had to not work out for six weeks, but I was allowed to walk, but I, I was in Florida most you. of it. Yeah. So I was in most, I was mostly in Florida and I had decided it's like, I want to move here and had a high school friend that was in Vero beach that came over and stayed with me a few days and she loved Tampa. And then she'd come back and she'd go for five days and she'd go, I'm coming back. And then she'd go. So then we made plans and I subleased from her uh, last summer. And um, that's how I got down here is, I had a place to stay and um, I was saving my money um, working as a living personal assistant up in St. Charles, bartending on the side, COVID hit. And uh, then all that unemployment money came and I banked it. And instead of getting a divorce or some fake boobs, which I was totally thinking about, Florida kept going, well, oh my you gosh, can- we got to talk about that too. If you, if did you- <laughs> The fake boobs or the- Boobs. <laughs> The boobs. <laughs> boobs. I, everybody comes down to I mean, even my roommate at the time. She goes, "Okay, the first thing we need is get you boobs." I said, "I don't have enough money for boobs right now. I got to get a job." You know what? I'm gonna tell you something. If you didn't listen to my first podcast, it's all about me not having boobs at 13 and being bullied so much. Bullied um, for no boobs? Yes. I, I, you'll have to listen to the podcast, Okay. but here's all I'm going to say about that is that I did when, when I had the money, um, when I had the nerve, when I was old enough, go to a plastic surgeon to get boobs. Okay. And it was kind of embarrassing. He was really a good looking doctor and I had to stand <laughs> I wouldn't find that embarrassing. I'm not good at a guy just standing there staring at your boobs. And then he's like, you know, well, would you like him like this or like this? And he's got his hands up there, you know, and I'm like, mm, that might feel good, you know, thinking in my head. That was kind of embarrassing. He didn't know yeah. I was. Yeah, but a boob doctor is like a gynecologist. The vagina and the boobs all look the same to those guys. It's not a big deal. Well, you know what? Thank <laughs> God I always had a female gynecologist. <laughs> And that didn't bother me. Uh, then one day she, I think she went and had a baby. Um, and my You didn't notice she was pregnant? <laughs> no, because I only see her have... once a year. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah, she could totally do that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And and so, yeah, she. I think she went and had a baby. But anyway, so a male gyne gynecologist came in that took her place. And I was like, um, I don't know about this, but this is even weirder. You know, he had a nurse with him. So, you know, you're comfortable, like you're supposed to be like that, but the nurse was his wife. 
Can you oh, imagine being married to a gynecologist? I don't know, but that sounds like a swinging gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in Florida too long, man. <laughs> Learn the lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> and the boob doctor is the one that the boob doctor is the one that you feel awkward around, not the couple that was doing your your yearly. No, but like she's down there looking too, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, this boob doctor said to me, "So really, your breasts do fit the size of your body, even even though you may want them bigger, and and I'll be glad to do it." But I want you to think about this because when you get bigger boobs, whether they're real or not, at a certain age, they're going to start falling down. <laughs> well, even the real, I mean, you mean like the plastic surgery yes, ones? You have to have them redone after so long. Yep. Whoa. What if you don't have the money? you know he's like and i i loved him for this because he's like i wouldn't at that time i think it was seven thousand something like that I, I have no idea what it is now at that time i think it was like seven thousand because i had saved up 10 for it and he said i really would save my money and do something else with it because you're, you're the size for your body. And I'm like, you have no idea though, how many guys make fun of me saying I'm flat chested or they call me Twiggy. And, and a lot of our listeners probably aren't even going to know who Twiggy is. I know who Twiggy is. Well, because you're my she's, age. Well, yeah. And she's flat chested. <laughs> she is flat chested, but she also <laughs> made a lot of money and was a big time model. But, but I didn't know that at the time that they were calling me Twiggy. All I knew was from the girls tell me that she was flat chested, right? Yeah. So it was my mom who finally, you know, I finally like went home bawling one day because even during like recess, they would come up to me and they would like put flat hands together and, and look at me and start laughing. What, what school did you go to? <laughs> Believe it or God. not, a Christian school. <laughs> you can go figure. Right? <laughs> right that's just wrong so that's when i yeah. so when i told my mom i'm like and they keep calling me twiggy and she's like well the next time they call you twiggy then you say thank you <laughs> and let me show you who twiggy is cuz she was cute she was skinny and i was skinny but she was a big time model so well, i remember that she said you need to turn this around girl you need to turn this around and give it right back to him and say, thank you. It's a compliment. I think it's really weird how your classmates were obsessed with your boobs or lack of boobs. Well, what's really funny is so, and again, you'll have to listen to that first podcast because I go into the whole story and, and it was embarrassing things that I did to make me look like I had boobs. And, and I always got, <laughs> <laughs> do you do the sock thing? No tissue. <laughs> tissue. Yeah. And they fell, I was a cheerleader and they fell out when I was up on the mound and doing the flip down. You didn't foresee that? I, not, I was in eighth grade. <laughs> All I knew was that it was a big tournament. There was going to be a lot of people and I wasn't going to get teased. So I was going to have these nice boobs like all the rest of the girls had. And I didn't make them over just like what everybody else was at that age. 
but when I did that flip, yeah, one of them fell out. And, and I also didn't know that the basketball boys were waiting on the side till we were done to come out and start, you know, their halftime shooting. And so they saw it too, besides the whole crowd, but I didn't even know they fell out. Okay. I'm like cheering, going back to the sideline, you know, and the head, uh, not, what do you call him? He was the uh, captain of the team. Cutest guy captain ever. Comes of the basketball team? Huh? The captain of the basketball team? Yes. He picks it up and he comes over to me and he goes, uh, I think he lost this. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So this guy, years later, years later, so after college, he, uh, over in East Peoria, owned um, Five Star Water Company. It was the first bottled water in the area that they delivered everywhere. He owned that company. Well, I didn't know that, okay? Didn't know it. Um, but I had stopped in there to see if I could get delivery service started. And he, he actually came up to me to wait on me. And he went, Christy? And I said, yeah, I didn't recognize him. Um, yeah, anyway, he's like, you've got boobs. <laughs> Seriously? I, I don't have boobs. I mean, I'm, I do, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like a 34B, you know, that's not boobs. I, I think I'm a 36B. Are you, well, you're muscular. You're more muscular than me. That's so 36. Not my boobs. <laughs> no, 36 like, is around. But 36 yeah. is around. B is our cup size. Yeah. Yeah. I was a 44 double D when I was 236. So I got some skin going on. I got some that's nice glass. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing. You know, that's what happens. So anyway, get back to your story. I forget what were we saying. Well, we're basically, <laughs> I know. Oh, I was in Tampa and I, and I had a roommate and, and I got I to Florida and Sarasota. But wait, I still wanted to know how you got your stuff. You know, you decided to stay in Florida. So we got that and, yes. and, and we don't blame you. But, but when I was saying, how did you get everything there? I meant like, oh. Well, when I was in Tampa, it was November 2019. Um, 19. Uh, I got there the 7th. The doctor released me December 17th. So I, got, I flew home for Christmas, December 22nd. I came back and I banked the unemployment. I worked at Salerno's on the Fox as a bartender um, after the COVID pandemic. I didn't have to pay rent where I was because I was a living personal assistant. Um, so I had minimal... Um, bills at the time and I decided with you know I talked to Jeannie and stuff and I had some things going on in my life and I'm like I'll do it September 1st but then COVID happened you know and she's just like get down here get down here um I'm moving so I know, know somebody Jeannie is Jeannie is my um high school friend from Washington, okay. Illinois. She um, graduated in 80. I graduated in 81. We connected on Facebook. Um, we knew each other in high school, but we didn't hang out at all. But she got sober and she saw that I had gotten sober. She got real fit. I got real fit. We had a lot in common. So we started messaging and she was always like, you need to come down here. You need to come. And I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, and she was living the gypsy life. 
um, lived in Naples, liked to move around once a year, you know, and she was retired from uh, being a hospice nurse and been down here about seven years. And she thought I would be a good fit here. So I came down and um, okay, so I, back to how then, how did you get your stuff there? Um, well, I took the, um, the car that I had previously um, before I came to Tampa in November, back in October, um, started smoking and it died and it never recovered. So I didn't have a car, but it didn't matter. I didn't on the have way a there? Car. On the way there? Um, no, not to Florida. It was before I went to Tampa for my surgery. Um, I lost my car, but I didn't have time to buy another one because I was going to Tampa for my surgery. I had to do it when I came back. Um, so, so I are just you telling me that you actually moved to Florida with nothing but your clothes. I did, but I, I finally got a car from my boss when I came out of my surgery, like November, December, what happened was in October, um, I was taking my daughter to her surgery in October and it was like five 30 in the morning. And we stopped at a stoplight and there was smoke, so much smoke around my little Ford, uh, uh it was a Ford Explorer Sport. It was a 2000. Um, there was so much smoke around it. I actually called 911 and told them I had a fire. And, <laughs> and, 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 and there's pictures. And, and so we get out of the car. We're grabbing our suitcases and everything. And um, the, the police come. The fire trucks come. And basically, my radiator overheated. And they actually added water, let the smoke go down. And I could drive it back to Methodist. We could see Methodist from the Sterling stoplight, I think it was, that um, the car died. But then it was never the same. And finally, it just didn't work. So um, I borrowed my daughter's car for a couple of weeks, flew to Tampa, knowing that when I came back, I'd have to buy another vehicle. But while I was also in Tampa, the restaurant I was working at, Buddy's in um, Deer Creek, closed. I was supposed to go back to work January 3rd. And she said, well, I was going to wait, but you kept staying in Tampa and having um, issues and you couldn't get back home, but we're having to close our business. So I was out of a job, had no car, um, moved back to um, St. Charles, where I was a personal assistant, looked for a job, got one in February at Salerno's on the Fox bartending. But then Everything closed down because of the shelter in. I was a bartender. So then I was out what, of the job. What a place to live and be closed down. St. Charles. Yeah. And I was living with my eHarmony match from 2018. He was my boss. <laughs> oh, gosh. No names. No names there. <laughs> no, he'd kill me, man. But but we're, we're like really good friends. And he's like, there'll be no sex. And your room's here. And you will do this, this, and this. And I took care of the three fur babies. And he's a personal trainer and a volunteer fireman and a doctor of education. Oh my and gosh. Speaking of firemen, <laughs> yes. do you not have this vision of firemen? Like they're really sexy and they're fit. All the time. You can see them on Facebook. <laughs> well, I'm just asking you, is that how you visualize them? That's not what he looked like, but yeah, I can visualize. I mean, that's that's how I always visualized firemen. Yeah, and they're high. It's a, it's a, it's a really, it's like a, a dangerous job kind of thing. And they're heroes because they go in and rescue and stuff. So well, yeah, that's hot, but usually they, because they gotta be fit. You would think they'd be that's fit. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying because they gotta, you know, climb ladders and run fast up through houses and whatever, you know, and up getting kitties out of the tree. <laughs> yeah. Well, we won't talk about that part, but I always think of I, I you know what I want to take a visit 
to the firehouse when they're washing the trucks and they've got their shirt off, you know? You've seen too much TV. This is not going to be that. I don't watch TV. That's just how I visualize them. You're in fantasy land. You, oh, you know what? There's a, there's, a, there's a dating site called fireman.com. I actually oh, got on that once. There is. I got on it once. And you know what? They advertise the hot guys and there is hot guys on there. Okay. Well, so. I'm just saying that they should be hot. Okay. They're working like it should be. It, so like it should be part of the job. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, look, they got fire in the word, right? They should be hot. Yes. They should be They're hot. hot firemen. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I please message me on Facebook if you're a hot fireman. Shake <laughs> Lindsey Curry. <laughs> Sarasota is where I live. <laughs> if you're a hot fire. Oh, and you know what? I lived when I lived with Jeannie. The fire department was Caddy Corner, and I do have three shots of me in front of three different fire trucks. The Tampa fire truck. Okay, Mike now you're took bragging. my picture. You're totally huh? bragging now. I know, right? And then I took it in Sarasota, and I got one in um, Caneville, the one that Dr. Gabelli had. Ooh, I said a name. Ah! Anyway, so. I'll see if um, I can cut that out. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's not around right now, so it's not a big deal. Okay. He won't listen. But anyway, so. So I did all the personal. And so what I did was um, he found out I didn't have a car and my boss was really nice to me. And he's like, I'll sell you my car for a buck. So I gave him four quarters and I got the car. It was great. Like I said, he's. You know why a dollar? I mean, I do. Why? I do. Why? But I, I don't. I don't know. Okay. you Because in order to transfer a title, there has to be an amount paid at least $1. Oh, okay. Well. I got. It's like I wish I could. That. You probably no. just said, oh, wow. No. He he didn't even want the dollar. He's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, no. Here's your four quarters. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, I paid him in four quarters. So but you had to pay a dollar. He didn't want the dollar. He goes, what's that for? And I said, I it's for the car. That, like, didn't he tell you a dollar? Yeah, he did. That's why yeah. I'm just saying. That's why he like, yeah had to do that. And well, that makes sense. So so anyway. yeah. So I put everything that, so when Jeannie said, come on down, I, um, I said, okay, and I was going to come September 1st, but the unemployment everybody was getting and the money I was making at Salerno's and I had almost 10 grand and I'm like, I'm out. And I said, I gave notice and I threw my stuff in the car. I saw my kids the last couple of days and I drove to Sarasota, took me a day and a half. Um, that's a long time for me to be by myself. I can't, I almost didn't like me by the time I got here. It's like, <laughs> God, I'm annoying. You know, how many, and I stuck at karaoke. I can't sing. I, um, spent the night in Dalton, Georgia, so I could get through Atlanta. And I didn't realize a lot of people said, I said, Oh, I'm just crazy. And they're like, no, you're really brave. I can't believe you did that. In hindsight, thinking about it, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking, man? I just, you know what? You're, you're going to think I'm crazy. Um, I love, first of all, I love, love, love driving to places. I mean, if, if I got to get there quick, a plane's great. I'm not afraid of them. I, you know, whatever. But driving, you know, to me, you see so much more, you know. Um, so two years ago, I drove to, um, Knoxville, Tennessee, you know, and that's all up to the mountains and stuff. And I did leave early in the morning so that I could see everything. But uh, 
to a training, a, a woman's seminar. And uh, anyway, long story short, it was a three day training thing. And on the second day, my son called and he's like, mom, you're going to miss this tournament and I need you there. And this was like 12 o'clock at night. And he's like, it starts at seven in the morning. And so it's like an eight hour drive. Whoa. Or a 10 hour drive. It was a 10 hour drive, I think, to where he was, that tournament was from Knoxville to where I had to go. So I'm like, I think I better leave right now. And I don't, I don't know how I'm going to get there in time, but regardless, they were having like five games. So if I missed the first one, it wouldn't have mattered. So I, I left. Okay. Like that time of night, whatever. Um, and I thought, what the heck am I going to, how am I going to stay awake through all this? And it's dark and, you know, I'm going through all these mountains and stuff. And about 530 I got super tired and I'm like, I'm just going to have to miss that first game. I got to, I got to find a place to sleep. And so then I thought, oh my God, if I check in at six o'clock in the morning, which if that's, if you can find a place, right, they're going to charge you for like the whole next day or whatever. And so long story short there, I pulled over at a truck stop to use the restroom. And then I was going to call around places. And I see, you know, all the trucks lined up, you know, and, and they're sleeping and whatever. Anyway, a couple of truck drivers were walking out and I, I just, I got this thing in my head and I said, Hey, um, if I pulled my car, like in between your two trucks, would, would I be safe? Like nobody would, you know, come near me and they're like, Oh, absolutely. And so I pulled my car in there in between these two trucks. Okay, I put my sun visors up on the front and on the back. Um, I have a blow up mattress for my car. So I did that. You can get those? Yes. Oh my gosh. They fit in the back seat and they've even got built in pillows oh. for whole nine yards. They are so cool. And I put that on. I had my iPad with me and I have cellular data on it. I put on a Netflix movie and I. I asked them, I'm like, can you wake me up when you guys go to leave? So I can leave at the same time. So just, I said, just not. Because no truck drivers, truck drivers, two of them. You're sandwiched in between two truck drivers. Yep. yep. And I loved, I like fell asleep after the movie and I had the best sleep I've ever had. And, and there was showers there. So I went, I went in when I got up and took a shower, put on all my makeup and I got dressed and I made it to a second game. So oh, cool. And you know what? Like people were like, are you nuts? That's not even safe. And I'm like, I was totally safe with them. Totally. I slept in my car before. I just, I'm amazed that they got a mattress. I wish I would have known because I had a seatbelt up my ass. Oh, that would have been way really more convenient. We we got way more in common than we we know because I have slept in my car before, but I didn't have the security of two big semis next to me. That's crazy. That's cool though. It, it was cool, and and ever since then I'm like, you know what? If I want to if I want to go take a long drive and go somewhere, I'm just gonna stay at a truck stop. And I mean, they're there's the guys are super nice and they're very protective. I uh, you know what they are because you know what when I lived in Morton and I lived with my first roommate. Um, I was doing some online dating and I kept getting these guys 
that were from different states, you know, and <laughs> come to find out it's that truck stop in Morton with the showers and stuff oh, yeah. in it. Yeah. They were all, you know, it's nighttime and I'm just scrolling and doing it. And I'm like, there's Jake and there's Dan. And I'm like, and then why are all these guys and why are they all from the different, it's a truck stop. And I'm like, whoa, isn't that convenient? It was less than a mile from the house. So I kept getting all these hits from all these truckers. And I'm like, huh. Well, I didn't even think about that, but uh -uh. Huh. I, okay. I need a firehouse app. So um, we got about 10 minutes. So okay. Let's wrap up. Are you, so you're still having this identity. Right? We don't know who I am yet. Because <laughs> I'm in an identity crisis. Well, when I got to Florida, I was a beach bum. I didn't work. I lived off of that savings for about five months, did some odd jobs. And, um, and I'll I tell was you a to bum. a lot of people, that's going to sound really cool. It was cool because all I did was. Unless you're hungry or cold or, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, I was no, I went well, no, yeah, I wasn't living in my car. I was living in a nice luxury place actually. And um at our coast and other place. I was at I would go to the beach, I'd go to the gym, I would do my runs outside. I was um um uh yeah. uh -huh. <laughs> <I was dating. laughs> You can call it whatever you want. It was sex, gym, running, and beach. And it was the best five months of my life. Well, <laughs> I will never regret it. And that <laughs> sounds like a <laughs> for a lot of people. People are like, are you retired? I'm like, from what? I'm like, I'm pretty busy right now. You know, it's like, this is a full-time job right here. So I got a part-time job at, at, a, at, a, at a Publix. And um in January, because I needed to start replenishing the cash flow. And um, we'll get into it another time. But I had some issues with my I've moved like eight times since I've been here. We'll talk about that another time, because that is very interesting. But I have moved eight times since I've been to Florida. The HOA laws, I can't even begin to tell you. But I just finally, about a month I ago, I got it. a place. I got a place. I have three roommates. And it's great. It's fun. Um, I got my own room. Um, it's a house um, in Sarasota. And I'm I'm doing my runs. I'm working part-time, uh, the beach, <laughs> dating. <laughs> so who are you then? You know what? I'm trying to find out because my kids at first were kind of mad at me when I left their dad. Um, and then after they lived with him for a while, they're like, oh, okay. You we know can why. <laughs> you know? and, they, and they were like my biggest supporters. They're like, you know what? You were so happy. Even Jackson said, you know, you, you look like Florida mom and people down here. There was a time that we can get to another time when I moved to Fort Myers for a month. And they're like, have you even looked for a job, Carol? No. Have you looked for another place? No. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to see my kids for Christmas and I'm going to set the last 6,000 I got and I'm going to party all the way up as much as a sober person can do at every beach in Florida on the Southwest side and go back to Illinois and then regroup and come back. And she's like, you won't come back. She goes, you'll get stuck in Illinois again. And you know, mm. it's like you broke free. She goes, you need to look for a job. So I did, and I ended up finding one in Sarasota, and I had a friend that helped me out. Um, everything's great. And um, so now, but I'm still trying to figure out what I want and who I am because my kids, you know, I feel like I'm 20 and it's messing with my head a little bit. I feel like I'm 20. I got a body of a 50 something year old. And well, you know what we're going to call this? You know what you're going through, right? What? Midlife crisis? That's right. No way, because I should have a sports car. Well, <laughs> Not a dollar one. car. <laughs> maybe you'll get one. <laughs> I, I, I want 
boobs in a sports car. That's what I'm doing midlife crisis. Boobs in a sports car. And a fireman. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if we get enough likes on this and you share it on Instagram. Listen, if you share it on Instagram to, because um, you can look up like, um, seriously, seriously. Um, you can look up, what do you, what do we, plastic surgeons that, that do breast. Go fund me for, for. No, they'll offer it to you so you can, so you can like put it out there. I do put it out there. That's what gets me into trouble. <laughs> That's why I'm in Florida now. Illinois kicked me out. I didn't fit in. I grew out of Illinois. I had to find something a little more sassy. <laughs> I had to be more sassy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's a good thing you're going to cut me off soon because it's starting to get real. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be real. <laughs> it is real, but it's like it's all coming out unfiltered now. But, uh, okay. but yeah, no, I just I'm trying to figure out, you know, what I want and who I am. And I think it's a big thing. I'm not a grandma. Um, I'm not doing the on hands mom thing. I'm not a wife. Um, I, I'm I'm don't have any real good. I'm like good funds down here or anything. Um. I'm just exploring and having adventure. And I wake up every morning with a smile on my face thinking, wow, what's gonna happen? Cause something's gonna happen because I'm not in my normal comfort zone. I am out of my comfort zone. Totally, every day but I'm out of my comfort uncomfortable? zone. Nope, I feel like I belong here. I feel like I fit, but I just, um, uh, my schedule with my, you know, for what I like to do, I see a lot of people, I engage with a lot of people, but I don't have a lot of relationships with people. And I think that's just part of our society as well. It makes it difficult to meet. I'm back on online dating too. Oh my God, I'll tell you about that too later. <laughs> Next time. Unbanned from Tinder. Woohoo! <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, with that, we're going to have to end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we'll figure out what we're going to talk about next time and talk yeah it could be and and and, and there's a new word or not a new word but think cougar <laughs> <laughs> yes yes that is so funny i wish i could put that on the, the on the front of our uh podcast cover but we can keep that a secret okay it'll be a little bonus there you go all right <laughs> we'll talk to you later okay so much for joining me okay thank you christy all right i enjoyed it bye, bye.